0: What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports 360. I'm Jeff Fennell. And as always, I'm here with my man, Rob Duran of Rob Duran Sports. Rob, what's up, man? How you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing good, too, man. We, you know, we're sitting here 4th of July weekend about to kick off and, and everything. So, Nice extended weekend and looking forward to that, but doing good. Um, But man, let's just jump into it real quick, man. This is a, this is not about 4th of July. This is about fireworks of another kind. And that's the NBA free agency, man. Are you kidding me? In in just one day, we've had some huge deals go down in in the NBA. um, And we just want to jump into it, man. I mean, Yesterday, as we're talking here now on Friday, the first day of free agency in the NBA, Rob, it was nuts yesterday, man.
1: Insane. Listen, man, we talk about MLB contracts, but the kind of money that we saw flying around with NBA deals, whether it was free agent deals or extensions being handed out, my goodness. Let me tell you, man, a lot of people buying stakes this season.
0: Oh my gosh! You, you, you man, buying stakes? They're they're buying, <laughs> they're buying heads. They're buying heads of
1: cattle. <laughs>
0: I, mean, I mean, some of the deals, man, like you said, you know, and and a lot of them were extensions. You know, whether you know, uh, Jokic with with Denver or or Booker with Phoenix, um, and even uh, Bradley Beal with Washington. All of those guys. Signed contracts over two hundred million dollars, right? Um, with, with with Joker getting five years, two seventy. Um, I mean, that's just some incredible. That, that's a lot of money, <laughs> and you know, and we're not done yet. Obviously, you know, we still have. You know, Harden's going to sign, and you know, he opted out of over forty seven million dollars in In the last year of his contract, so you know he's going to you know get paid um but my gosh man, even call Anthony Towns got two hundred and twenty four million dollars for four years, and that's the thing that gets to me here, Rob you know when you look at bill joker cat and and Booker, the average annual value for those contracts are, are over fifty million dollars. I mean, and well over $50 million. Booker and Cat average $56 million. And Joker's fifty-four. million, but you told me there's some escalators in his contract that could make it even higher.
1: Yeah, something, I think it's in a couple years, his contract will escalate year by year. And I think he maxes out at like $62 million for the year, which is <laughs> insane and unheard of. Crazy stuff, man. Uh, it and sure listen, is. He's a two-time MVP, reigning MVP. So, you know, get your money. By no means are we over here saying, complaining about players getting their money. Get your money while you can get it. But, man, that's quite a deal. And and I'm happy for these guys getting their money.
0: Yeah, get your money is right. I mean, and he is a two-time, you know, he's back-to-back, you know, uh, MVP, reigning MVP. But, you know, I think of, of, like, in baseball, You know, Bryce Harper, he's not back-to-back MVP, but he's a two-time MVP winner, right? Um, You know, he has like a 13-year contract with $330 million. So, you know, the AAV on that contract is nowhere near what Joker is getting. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that really strikes me. You know, when I look at, you know, baseball, you know, Mad Max, Max Scherzer, has a, a, a AAV of 43 million and he's the highest in major league baseball. But just yesterday, I mean, a guy like Zach Levine got five years, 215 million. That's $53 million on an AAV over $53 million for Zach Levine. Zach Levine's a good player. Zach Levine is not an MVP player. No. Zach Levine well. is not a, future hall of hall of fame
1: player not at this Fifty three million dollars and that goes to show you that you know there is money in sports and as much as owners and and all this stuff they want to say oh we can't pay this player yeah, yeah you can yeah there's money yeah. out there to be paid
0: no doubt about it and, and look, I'm not hating on any of these guys. You know what I mean? That's not the point. Uh, you know, as you you said it plenty of times before, and you said just now, owners are making money. And, you know, they're paying players money. And, and the, pay, the players deserve to be paid because they're the ones that are generating this revenue. It's their talent. Yes, it's it's the, you know, the owners and the league, you know, provide the platform. But if these players weren't as good as they are, The NBA couldn't sell the way it does to the general public and to corporate sponsors and to network television and all the rest of it. It's it's the talent of these players driving this league. And, you know, so to see these players getting paid, I'm not mad at one of them. I'm happy for each and every one out there getting their money, especially for a guy like Booker. He's getting $224 million now. Rob, he's 25 years old. It's a four-year deal.
1: (laughs) He's going to be 29 and be in line for
0: another huge contract.
1: Yeah, he's going to cash in big in his next deal. And listen, the way he's been playing, he's had to deal with some teams that weren't that good. Now they're good, making the finals, making deep runs in the playoffs. You know, he's been kind of like that guy in the middle for that team. And to be rewarded in this way and hopefully rewarded again, maybe with the same team before he's even 30, good for him man and and he deserves that money
0: yeah yeah i mean steph curry got two max deals looked like booker's going to be in line to get two, um and that's just incredible and you know these are the star players but but you know and so the star players are getting paid and they should but again the star players here are getting paid a lot more than the star players in any other league right um especially when you see so many of these deals getting done. But Rob, you know what really strikes me? The deal that caught my attention the most yesterday was Tyus Jones. Um, Tyus Jones out of Duke, backup point guard, Rob, a backup point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies. He signed a two-year deal for $30 million. Now, this is not, you know, the $220 million that these other guys got, right? It's $30 million. But it's it's $15 million a year for a bench player, right? And I'm just thinking about that. Rob, do you know of a bench player in baseball that makes $15 million?
1: Oof. No. not Not even close, man.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Not even close.
0: (laughs) A bench player who makes fifteen
1: million dollars in the NBA. And if it is a bench player making that much in baseball, they didn't start out as a bench player. I'll tell Mm, you that much.
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And that to me really caught my attention. I said, "Man, this guy's a bench player." And again, I'm not hating on Tyus Jones, right? But it, it just shows the amount of money that is going around. That that a, a guy who's coming off the bench, and he's a good player. So I'm not putting him down when I say he's a bench player. I'm just saying he's not a starter, right? Yeah. Um but a guy who's coming off the bench is making fifteen million dollars a year.
1: Speaks <laughs> volumes. I'll tell you that. Speaks <laughs> volumes. There's money out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so um, free agency started off with a bang. And like I said, it was a lot of fireworks going down yesterday. Um, But, 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 but the biggest story, Rob, wasn't about the contracts that were being done. It was coming out of Brooklyn, where Kevin Durant requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. And that sent reverberations all throughout the league, among the players in the front office, I mean, everywhere. KD says, I want out. And now, and, and let's let's deal with two things. And this comes a few days after Kyrie Irving exercised his player option to stay with the Nets, right? So, what do you think about those two things? KD. Asking out, Kyrie opting in.
1: Well, are they related? <laughs> we'll see. Maybe Kevin Durant waited for Kyrie to say, you know what? I'll stay in Brooklyn. And him, and then KD said, all right, you stay. I'm out. I've had enough of this. But listen, KD requesting a trade with four years left on his contract. Um, you know, he committed to, to the Nets back in August, I believe, when he signed the extension. That's a big deal, him to request a trade. It's a big name, obviously, big superstar in the NBA. The fact that he's requesting a trade, trying to get out of there, um, after the situation started very promising. You know, when they signed there, obviously he missed his first year with the the injury, but you have Kyrie there. You have some good players there, the good bench. They have some good, young, promising stars in there. They get James Harden, and all of a sudden, it all fell apart. And everyone's pretty much gone. Kyrie misses half the season last year, a big chunk of the season. And now KB is looking at this and saying, this team ain't it. I got to get somewhere where I can get another ring or or something, but this ain't it. And then Kyrie opting in, I think it's a similar situation where it's like, I don't what we spoke about last time we were on. I don't think he was going to get the type of money or years that he had hoped he was going to get. I think he kind of looked at the market. His agent looked at the market and said, "There's nothing better than 37 million for you out there. So let let's lock that in. Let's get our money, and then we'll see what's up after that."
0: And you know what's amazing about that is going back to our point of how much money was flying around, right? There's money out there, and yet Kyrie Irving, a uh, very talented player, but you know he comes with some. Some issues, right? Some question marks, some concerns for 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 clubs. Um, yet he didn't think that his market would be at a level where he could cash in. What does that say, right? Especially mm. when you see what we saw yesterday. Now, granted, most of these big deals were extensions, right? You know, John ja Morant's deal was a you know part of the rookie extension i mean even zion williamson who's only played 85 games in three years right he gets five years and 231 million dollars because of the rookie you know what i mean the the, the maximum yeah. extension for rookies you know um so some of this is sort of baked into the collective bargaining agreement right you know it was time these guys reached a certain point where it was just time you know what I mean? But a guy like Zach Levine was an unrestricted free agent, and he gets $215 million. Again, over $53 million on an AAV. But yet Kyrie Irving and his representatives apparently didn't think that kind of money was available for him. What does that say about perhaps how far, how much Kyrie Irving's stock has fallen?
1: Yeah, that, that speaks volumes to what's being probably whispered and talked about around the league through the league offices, you know, agents chattering, even maybe players chattering on their respective teams saying, are we sure we want him on our team right now with what we're building? And that's, that's something, man, because, you know, it's basically a one-year deal. So he's a free agent next year. So we'll see what that market looks like for Kyrie Irving once this season passes as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, going back to Kevin Durant, you know, Kevin Durant has said the Heat and Phoenix are among his top choices in terms of being traded, you know, teams to which he wants to be traded. Um, look, if if somehow he I think Phoenix probably has the most to offer Brooklyn in terms of talent. Right? They got a lot of young talent. Um, they would have to part with a lot of that young talent in addition, I'm sure, to draft choices but you know they probably have to get you know include DeAndre Ayton or, or Mikhail Bridges as part of a deal you know uh, and maybe some other players um but if KD were to go to Phoenix and let's just say they still maintained you know you know CP3 Chris Paul Booker you know and some of the you know some of their other players um And KD goes there and win a champion. Would it be that much different? You know, Phoenix hasn't won a championship, but certainly they've been contenders the last two years. If KD goes there and they then win, I guess it's a little bit different than the Golden State situation because they already won some championships without KD. Um, But at the same time, KD almost has to go to a situation where they're pretty much on the threshold of winning and then he goes so it's it, to me it's almost still an, an asterisk type situation for KD right if he couldn't make it happen in brooklyn and it's not, it wasn't all his fault i'm not saying that but you know it almost seems like he has to shop around for the best situation in order to win a championship and we saw it we saw it the first time around with golden state and you know are we going are we seeing the same thing again this time around with KD
1: I would have to say yes, man. And listen, I love KD. I think he's a phenomenal talent. Give him his flowers because he's the top player in this league and in the history of the league. But the Golden State move, you know, everyone says it's one of the weakest moves ever. That's fine. This one, I think it it has to be maybe not on that level of, you know, quote-unquote weak move. But it has to be up there, man. And what it does for me, and and I was talking to my friends about this a couple days ago when this thing came out, is for me, I look at KD and I'm thinking to myself, like, individual talent-wise, there's no question about, you can't question his talent. You know, like, he is who he is. But as far as elevating a team and and winning a championship, it's almost like a disappointment that the way his career has gone because he – yeah, he was the best player on Golden State, but that's Steph Curry's team. We all know that. He goes here, the Suns are not his team. That's Devin Booker's team. Yeah, he'll win a championship. He'll get Chris Paul his championship. I'm sure if he ends up in Phoenix, they win it all because that trio of him, Booker, and CP3 may be unstoppable, assuming CP3 can stay healthy and continue his production the way he is. They'll win it all. I'm I'm sure they'll win it all. But that won't be KD's ring. He wouldn't have... Have done that for Phoenix, and and it, it's almost disappointing the trajectory of his uh, his career in terms of how he won those championships. Like I said again, individual talent you cannot question that. He may he may be the best player right now in the NBA, top two at worst, top two. But the way he's lacked the the way to elevate a team, that's lacked his whole career, and and that speaks volumes if he does. Get traded, goes to a new team and wins again.
0: But let me ask you, and I hear you, but is it in his defense, is it is it a little is it different though, given that Phoenix has fallen short the last two years? And so therefore, if he were to go there, he he, he would be the one and he would be viewed as the key to getting them over the hump if he went there and they won the championship. I mean, that's why I say it's different than the situation with um Golden State because with Golden State um, they had already won without him you know what I'm saying so they proved that they were championship they won twice without him do you think he should he would get some credit here if he were able to get Phoenix over the hump
1: I think he would and and probably should because he would be the like you said the difference maker in getting them that championship but it's the, the the shopping around for mm-hmm. let me yeah. handpick either Phoenix or Miami, the two number one seeds by right. the way of last right. season. Right. <laughs> let right. me handpick those two top teams and go there, and and bring them over the hump. Which by the way, Miami, you know, as well, they may be a player short of winning it all. So yeah, that that's the thing for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, I, I, I tell you, when I when I first heard the news that KD was requesting a trade, I thought maybe that signaled that he did not want to play with Kyrie because it came a few days after Kyrie opting in and and you know exercising the option, so now he's going to play next season with the Nets. But then there were some reports out there that the two of them may want to play somewhere else together. So it, it it maybe the optics looked as if KD was saying, "Oh, Kyrie's here, then I'm out," but not necessarily so. And some of the reporting has come out that KD was just simply disappointed with the Nets, um, with decisions that were made, um, and other things that has you know have led to, I guess, them falling short of expectations. I don't know how much of that is legitimate. I don't know how much of that reporting is accurate, but it it doesn't appear at least to be something personal between KD and Kyrie because if you believe the reports, they're still entertaining the idea of playing together somewhere else.
1: Yeah, and and for me, I don't think it is personal like you mentioned because I think KD is one of those guys that he just wants to play ball and he doesn't care how he wins regardless of how we feel, regardless of what we say, as long as he's playing ball and he's winning, I think that's all that matters to him. And I think he kind of sees maybe with Kyrie, you know, as good friends as they are with Kyrie, it's just, maybe it's not happening at least in Brooklyn, maybe in a different team, better situation, maybe it'll work out then. But I think Kevin Durant is just trying to look out for Kevin Durant and get his, you know, get his rings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and look, we've often joked about it, um, as Knicks fans, both of us you know, are Knicks fans. And, you know, for me, I, I, I love what's going on in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I love the fact that, you know, three years ago today to the day, right. You know, KD and Kyrie go to Brooklyn with some other players too you know DeAndre Jordan and all the rest of it and they were talking about they were building a dynasty and then you know they brought in James Harden the big 3 and you you talk about something that didn't even come close to meeting expectations and here yeah. we are 3 years later Harden is gone Kyrie was almost gone and KD is saying get me out of here right so this grand Brooklyn experiment Has been a bust. And as a Knicks fan, it does. (laughs) I shed no tears for Brooklyn. (laughs) I shed no tears for
1: Brooklyn. This is the second time Brooklyn has tried to do something. Because remember, they got Paul Pierce and KG when that whole stuff went down. They Mm -hmm. thought they were building something there too. So,
0: yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I just don't, you know, I don't know. Look, part of where it went wrong was the health. Right. Yeah. You know, Katie was out, you know, that first year and then he missed some time, even when he came back, Kyrie has been in and out as, you know, it's been widely reported for various reasons, you know, including last year with the COVID um, situation the, the the, the vaccine or the mandate and the vaccine issue um, with him being unvaccinated. Um, and the three of those players never really played together. And then of course, they trade Harden for Ben Simmons halfway through the season, right? And then Ben Simmons comes over here and he doesn't play. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing, you know, the Nets have gotten so many superstars over the past three years. And for the most part, I think each one of them have played probably Harden has probably played more games than he missed, but it seems like KD and Kyrie certainly have, missed more games than they've played for the nets and ben simmons has yet to suit up yeah but he says he's
1: ready so we'll see
0: yeah we will see we will see but you know um man the free agency kicked off really really strong yesterday um and you know as we said a lot of these players were were um products of extensions but, you know, we did see some other players who were free agents who either stayed like Levine, Zach, Zach Levine staying in Chicago um, and, you know, Bobby Porter staying in in um, in in Miami. Uh, we also saw some trades. Right. Um, but, of course, we have to talk about our Knicks. They landed Jalen Brunson, you know, the point guard formerly of the Dallas Mavericks. Um, what. What do you feel? You're a Knicks fan. What what are your thoughts about that, that free agent acquisition by the Knicks? It
1: was, it was no secret. You know, they made it known for weeks now, it feels like, um, but I'm okay with it. You know, a lot of people are saying he got overpaid, but it looks like he's a bargain compared to the amount of money handed out there at this point. But listen, the Knicks need a point guard. They need somebody who can make plays from the point guard position uh honestly Jeff, I'm tired of seeing Julius Randle bringing the ball down the court and giving up those lazy turnovers. So I want to see a point guard bring it up the court, make plays and make things happen. So hopefully, you know, Brunson is that guy for the Knicks and we can get something going, something positive going in New York.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, you know, having a, a playmaker uh, and also someone who can put the ball in the hoop um and, you know, keep defense is honest and like you say and get the ball out of randall's hands randall is not the best decision maker with the ball and so i think that's going to help the knicks um i don't think this makes them a contender i don't think this you know all of a sudden makes them into a playoff team you know um you know i know they got um what's the guy hartenstein or or, right from the clippers Uh, the seven footer um, to come, you know, who was a backup for the Clippers last year, who's, you know, I think is a solid backup. And I think that's a good pickup for them. Um, I don't know if they have any other moves, you know, planned, but I don't think Jalen Brunson necessarily puts the Knicks over the hump in any way, shape or form. Um, But I do think, you know, that it provides some measure of hope for Knicks fans that, we can land free agents because that's been the problem, right? You said it the other day. It always seems that we get the second and third tier free agent. You know what yeah. I mean and here Jalen Brunson again, Jalen Brunson is not you know like an all star point guard right, and he's not getting all star point guard money, but he he was one of the top free agents out there. And the Knicks went out there and got him. And that hasn't been the case in many, many years for the Knicks. They always seem to fall short of the top free agents in any given class. And at least this time they went out and got him.
1: Yeah, and I'm happy to see that. They got the guy, they targeted someone and actually got him. And listen, yeah, he's not an all-star, but he's respected around the league. There's a lot of guys speaking up saying, yeah, I got to see what this guy can really do because, you know, we got a glimpse of it in the playoffs. So, you know, a lot of people respect his ability. So I'm happy to see that. And, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. So am I. So am I. And, you know, we'll see what, what, what it, be. The, he certainly didn't make the Knicks worse. And I think, you know, he's a young guy, yeah. so we shouldn't have any kind of Kimball Walker issues, Derek Rose type issues. You know what I'm saying? With guys who had a lot of miles on their tires. Um so I think they got a legitimate player and hopefully he can stay healthy and duplicate, you know, what he did in Dallas to some degree. Okay. Cause he doesn't have any Luka Doncic on the Knicks now, you know yeah. what I'm saying? A lot of times, you know, you, you don't realize players are good because of the surrounding players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and there's no Luka Doncic on the Knicks. So <laughs> it's not like Jalen, Jalen Brunson might not find as many open shots and stuff. You know what I mean? So it, that remains to be seen, but I think the Knicks at least, you know, they set their sights on someone and they came home with them, you know, and that hasn't always been the case. So I think that's a good thing. And hopefully uh, the Knicks can be better than they were last year.
1: Gotta be no way, but up, man. You would sure (laughs) hope so. You would sure (laughs) hope so.
0: All right, brother, we're going to get up on out of here now, man. You know, um, got some hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Put on the <laughs> some hot dogs, some, <laughs> some hamburgers. Um, uh, but yeah, 4th of July weekend, you know, um, I hope, I hope you enjoy it, man. I know, you know, like here in in, in North Carolina, Charlotte, you know, we, we have some volatile weather and I think, you know, you guys up Northeast also have some storms, you know, in and out. So hopefully the weather yeah. will hold out and we can get out there and enjoy you know the first big holiday of the summer um memorial day comes before summer so i don't count that as a summer holiday but um yeah so hopefully man you have a good a good 4th of july stay stay safe and everything else and we'll continue to keep our eye on uh nba free agency as it uh, continues to unfold and obviously there's some other stories going on and we'll come back next week and deal with those but until then man Uh, enjoy the fourth man stay safe stay away from the firecrackers man yeah I'll try man
1: you know me I live on the edge (laughs) yeah right (laughs) okay All right, brother I'll catch you next
0: time man we'll do it again next week we'll come back and hit him up again with another edition of Sports 360 be good brother